Hey, 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 it's Bethany here. Welcome to another episode of Dialed In. I'm here with my dear friend, Ashley Mondor. Ashley has been on Dialed In before, and she's returned now because she has made yet another leap of faith in her life. She chooses on a daily basis to step into trust instead of listening to the voice of fear. And you will love listening to her speak about being brave, about knowing that you're worthy because you're alive, not because of what you achieve, and really about taking the risks and living the life that matters to you. Because truly, at the end of all of this, our hope for you is that you leave this world with memories instead of unfulfilled dreams. So lean in, enjoy the episode, and I'll see you on the other side. Hey everyone, welcome back to Dialed In. We're here today with Ashley Mondor. Welcome, Ashley. Thank you for having me. Yay! So you just heard all about Ashley in her intro, and um, now we're here to, you know, hear from you like in the flesh. And I think we're just going to see where this goes, have a conversation. Um, not sure what we're going to talk about. I do, Ashley, I want you to share like your recent journey and like leaps that you've taken. Maybe we start there and then we see what happens. Mm, I love that. Thank you. So um, I just like a few days ago, left my job and made the leap. Yes, thank you. <laughs> because for a while there, I was in panic and anxiety and not sleeping. Uh, but now I feel like, so one of, I'm gonna back up. My top three values are love, trust, and freedom. And now I am fully in alignment and embodiment with those values. And so I just feel like, while I wasn't sleeping and it was really hard. And even though I had a safety net and did everything correctly and surrounded myself with subconscious expanders, now I'm here. And like, I get to talk to you, like, what a blessing is that, that on my first week of freedom, I get to see you like, I love it. It's awesome. I'm so lucky. Thank you. <laughs> yes. How do you know your values? How did mm. you come to those? Yeah, so I went through a program and it was all about finding, you know, what words like pull you from a soul level, mm. like what emotional feelings. And I had always known that love is my top value. Like it's the driving force in everything that I do, everything, everything I create when I write, when I talk to people, hold space, it's love. And then I also asked myself like, what are things that I deeply, deeply desire in my life, but don't have right now, but feel so compelling and freedom was that, which is why I want the freedom to have, like, I want to shatter my own glass ceiling. I want mm. to be able to live anywhere in the world. I want to be able to like go for hikes at lunchtime, stuff like that. Mm. And then trust is we are conditioned not to trust ourselves. And we are conditioned to look outside of ourselves for external validation and how to live our lives. And it's unacceptable. So if you can trust yourself in your heart first, you will live the life you are meant to live. So mm -hmm. that's, yeah. What are your values? Wow. I love that. Um, independence, absolutely independence, connection and belonging. Like those would be my top three. Um, and, uh, 
but you, I think that most people have no idea what their values are. Mm -hmm. And um, it was something that uh, actually it wasn't until I started um, working with a coach because I worked with a coach and his company was called the values conversation. So everything we did was based on, you started off the first day, day one here, you have to narrow down your values. And we did it in personal life, um, just you as a person, professional, and then you in relationships. And so you listed like your top four in each of those areas. And then from there, build on your personal I am statement and your mm -hmm. personal vision and mission for your life, like an overarching. So you have your whole like set of where you're going in your direction, like first, first meeting. And um, I remember when I determined my values, I thought, wow, that's what I value, but I don't know that I'm fully living that. And then when he told me my I am statement, I couldn't quit crying. I'm like, that's not who I am. That's the person I want to be. That, that would be who I dream about being. And he's like, no, that's, that's exactly who you are. You're just covered in all the pain and all the fault, faulty beliefs that you're carrying around. And we're, we're just going to work to get, to get back, you know, to strip it away. And so yeah, I, I love helping people find their values. I can't believe you started with that. Like we have never talked about that before. That's crazy. No. Amazing. <laughs> oh okay. my God, my heart. And I think your vet, like you said, it's like the core of your being, but your values are the vision. So like that vision of you who has everything you want, like those are the values you have. And mm -hmm. so you can start living those values now, but it takes you having clarity on what those are. And then I also believe like you, your values on a subconscious level, they need to be like forward facing progressive and not in lack or in lower level energy. Right. So it can't yes. be from a pace of place of pain. It has to be so compelling to you that you would want to have that be, mm -hmm. you know, your value. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love yeah. that you did that work. That's so yeah. good. So when, um, when I ended up leaving that company where he was my coach, then he asked me to be a coach in his company. And that's how I got into coaching because what was happening is every time he would do something with me, I'm like writing down, not only as I'm doing it, but like how to do it. Cause you know, it was like, <laughs> and, like, hearing. I, and then I would go to my friends and be like, this is what we're doing this weekend. Whether you <laughs> like it or not, you're going to become more aware. Like, and so that I take them through the process because I was like, why don't people, why don't they know this? Like mm -hmm. why there's such freedom in mm -hmm. knowing yourself and trust, like you said, trusting yourself, loving yourself, loving others instead of judging, like just being open and accepting, like there's so much freedom in that, but we're not, that's nothing that we're taught. I mean, maybe in some religious sex we're, we're taught love one another treat your neighbor as yourself you know the golden rule all the i mean every every main religion has a a golden rule type thing right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but um but truly i don't think our as a society at least here in the u.s we're not taught how to live that out mm -hmm. that's and how to connect with ourselves and how to love ourselves. In fact, I think, I feel like we're taught to be jerks to ourselves, like mm. to, you know, just suck it up, stop crying. Don't be a baby. Like, you know, push forward. What's wrong with you? Mm -hmm. Well, and like, we're taught how to be excellent 
employees yeah. in everything that we do and to look outside of ourselves. And if it's too painful, something internally, then how do we numb ourselves with mm -hmm. social media, alcohol, whatever vices, spending money, but like, why wouldn't the powers that be want that, right? Like us to be so numb that we're just blindly spending money and right. unhappy. Right, dependent, looking for the next okay. fix to, oh, I'll go get the Mercedes. That'll, I'll feel better when I get the Mercedes. Wait, I'll build my new house. Then I'll feel better. I'll get that bag, mm -hmm. you know, buy those shoes, get that job, make that money, mm -hmm. right? All the things, but that that never works. And I think, being, I've been on the side of it where I wanted all those things. And I had people that were wiser than me telling me it doesn't work. And I'm like, just let me try it. Cause I really didn't believe that they were right. Mm -hmm. And so, and it's not that I reached some pinnacle of success and financial freedom. Don't, don't get me wrong, but I reached a level where I could buy pretty much what I wanted. We could go on vacations. We built the dream house. I had mm -hmm. the six figure income, 2.5 kids, white picket fence, dog, you know, all the things. Yeah. Right. Um, and I was empty and miserable and disconnected and hated myself and drinking way too much, taking sleeping pills to shut mm -hmm. my brain off, mm -hmm. like miserable because mm -hmm you know, that's not, that's not where your happiness and your fulfillment comes from. And it, you know, it, obviously I'm not telling you anything, Ashley, but you, you know, it comes from inside. Oh, yeah. And like, I wish that people understood that they are so whole and so worthy now, like mm. in anything, they don't need any of that bullshit external stuff. And, but when you are conditioned from the time you are a child, like to strive and you have to work hard to do X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. And the top is a six figure plus salary in the C-suite and you should have the house and the fence and the family. And it's just like, but if you're so whole now, everything else is icing. Like this right. is, this is the best that life is in this moment. Um, but it comes like, and we've talked about this, it's you choosing the work and choosing yourself and deciding to face things that are painful. Like that's why you're an entrepreneur, right? Cause who would have mm -hmm. thought you'd have grown this much, um, but it's so worth yeah. it. Absolutely, it is worth it. And I think if you're on any kind of path of growth and awareness and you're not just simply attending conferences or reading books and regurgitating, but you're truly internalizing and growing, you reach a crossroads where you're like, what do I really want? Like, maybe it's time for me to ditch the dream that I was taught and go after the dream that's inside of me, you know? And, and so I, boy, if there was anything I could shout from the rooftops, it would be, you know, ditch the dream. Like if you're living a fake life or a life that you think that everybody else wants you to live or that you were taught to live um, or you're doing it because you quote should stop. It's mm -hmm. time to question that. Like if, you know, you're unfulfilled, start asking questions. Why am I doing what I'm doing? Just ask yourself that before you do anything. Order the cheeseburger, have the glass of wine, don't have the conversation with your spouse, like whatever you do when you're hiding, censoring decisions you're making, why am I doing this? And then get real with yourself. That is 
gold quotes ditch the dream what do you actually want yes bethany oh my god that's so good and knowing that when you actually buck the system in that way people are going to judge you they're going mm -hmm. to vibrate out of your life they're gonna have some type of thing to say to you also like the crab effect they're gonna try and keep you in the bucket mm -hmm. small censored just because it's like, it's not safe out there. You can't do that. Who are you to? And then you internalize, or if you already have those beliefs, it's going to be magnified at you. And it's like, oh yeah, maybe I can't, maybe I shouldn't. It's safer to be in this job. Um, I'm unhappy in this relationship, but I should stay because no one else out there is going to be better than this person, which isn't true. <laughs> mm -hmm. But like you said, go within, ditch the dream. What do you actually want? Mm -hmm. And if it's scary, there's probably a reason why you're feeling called to it and how exciting. Absolutely. If you are saying to yourself, at least about anything, you need to look at that. At least he's not beating me. At least he doesn't cheat on me. We never have sex anymore and mm -hmm. we have zero connection, but at least whatever bullshit story you're telling yourself, it's time to stop lying to yourself. Like you want to live a life of at least like get oh. to the end of your life and be like, well, it was okay. At least whatever. Mm -hmm. I wasn't murdered on the street corner. I don't know. Like, mm -hmm. what do you want your life to look like? It's not enough, enough of the, at least enough of the, just getting by enough of the convincing that you weren't made for more. And maybe that more for you is the C-suite mm -hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. But if you're doing it because you were taught and not because it's in your heart, mm -hmm. there's a disconnect. There's a problem. Yes. I love that. And I think like personally for me, I, um, I started in the nonprofit sector mm -hmm. and could never see myself being an executive director. And then I went to a corporate and could never see myself in the C-suite or any of those roles. And it mm -hmm. wasn't until entrepreneurship where I was like, oh, this is home. This is service. This mm -hmm. is impact. This is home. And it's like, I want everyone to feel that compelled towards mm -hmm. what it is that they're doing with their life. Right. Because I mean, Same. tomorrow is not guaranteed and we are going to sit there and pretend like we have these 10 year out goals thinking that and believing that we're going to have 10 years, but we don't even have tomorrow. Right. So you might as well like give it a shot. Right. Absolutely. None of us are getting out of here alive. I mean, mm -hmm. what do you want this to look like? Um, you know, and I know I've said this in a lot of previous episodes. So listeners, if you're, if you've listened to the to dialed in, you've heard this before, but you know, nobody gets to the end of their life on their deathbed and, and says, you know, at least, or, mm -hmm. um, I'm really glad I have all these regrets or I'm so glad these dreams are dying with me. Like that, that doesn't happen. And they also don't get to their deathbed and talk about being in the C-suite or mm -hmm. their dream house or the money in the bank. Or, I mean that because truly our, our worth or our drive or our significance is so much more than a job or a dollar amount, you know, or a position in society it, it's nobody. I don't care if they were like the mayor, the mayor dying on his deathbed doesn't say to the nurse at his bedside, I'm so glad I was the mayor. Like that's mm -hmm. not what people talk about. Mm -hmm. mm, I agree. I also have this vision of 
someday when it is time to transition into the spiritual plane, that I am greeted by all of the memories, like in a life review of the people I've impacted. Mm -hmm. And even like me not consciously knowing how I impacted their life. Right. So it's like, if you get to the other side and because you so boldly chose yourself and your heart and your dream Mm -hmm. and other people changed their life or shifted something because of you, Mm -hmm. like, man, and knowing like we are literally made in the image of God, the energy of God, of source of divinity, like that means we're unlimited, untapped potential. So what are we doing playing so small? Right. Absolutely. And I think, um, for those of you listening, this whole like making an impact, like for myself and for Ashley, this is not like an egotistical, look at the impact I made. <laughs> this is like a heart calling. And some people are, are called, I mean, we're all called to make an impact. It just looks very different. And mm-hmm. so if your way doesn't look like our way, it's okay. You have to do it your way. Like that's what we need you to do mm-hmm. is to do it your way. I mean, that's, that's the highest purpose that you could have here is to figure out what that is for you and then do it your way. Mm, I have chills. I love that. Thank you. That was so good. Louder for the people in the back, in the middle, in the front. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how fun. How fun. Um, So let's, can we talk about fear? Yes. I love fear. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so let's talk about what happens. What happens um, when you decide that like you want to go after that thing that's in your heart, like the thing that like you keep pushing down or you pretend it's not there, or maybe you've pushed it down for so long, you've almost forgotten that you even had the thing to begin with, mm-hmm. but, but you know, it's still there, like simmering underneath, like what happens um, with fear when you decide mm-hmm. to make a move? Mm-hmm. I think like for me, it tripwires things in my body. So it like, I will tell myself, I'm going to do this big, scary thing tomorrow. And then weirdly the next day I have no energy or I don't sleep the night before. So my body's like, Hey, you're joking. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I also think, you know, fear is just this like beautiful, beautiful thing to look at and honor because it's just a piece of you, a part of you. That's like, I'm scared oh my God, this is new and different. It's another level, right? Mm -hmm. Where your heart is like, oh, but this way, like, let's go this way. And we, this fear is for your growth. It's for you. You know, you're not going to get mauled by a tiger or something. You're not walking down a dark alley. It's just a piece of you that somewhere has decided, like, it's not safe to be seen, to receive large sums of money, you know, to make bold leaps towards your heart's calling. Mm -hmm. And it's just being graceful with yourself. I think also like on a spiritual level, your mind is a machine and is only replaying past memories, belief structures, things that's seen where people have lost love, Mm -hmm. right. Or their life, but your heart is literally the connection to your soul. And so are we going to live our lives through a machine or through our soul? That's the question. Mm, that's yeah. That so well said. That's amazing. I I think that um, what shifted, what helped me shift, is knowing that fear was an indicator that I was going in the right direction. Like I got very very used to feeling fear. Like the moment I left my corporate job, 
you know, to, to do this work. And I was hit with fear. I mean, I didn't sleep, you know, mm -hmm. I felt anxious and pent up for quite a while. And, um, I was doing a meditation this morning. I love the, um, I'm looking up the app right now, <laughs> the, um, insight timer. Mm. There's a woman on there, Sarah Blondin. And so I was doing a short meditation with her this morning or by her, I guess I really wasn't technically, but I felt like I was with her. Energy. I, I feel like we're best friends. She just doesn't know it yet. But <laughs> anyway, she was saying like, it was, it was about fear. And she was saying that um, just to sit with it. Sometimes I have trouble, like I'm such a go, go, go type a, that I have trouble sitting period. Okay unless I have something to try to focus on. And I feel like in meditation, you're supposed to let the thoughts come, but then I have 800 thoughts. And so it helped me this morning because she said, ask what it's telling you. Like ask what, what, like ask fear or any emotion that you're having. Like, what are you teaching me? Because it like takes the scariness out of it. It takes like, and then it's like, you're pulling it up beside you in a chair and loving it and allowing it to tell you what it needs to tell you. And then, and then it'll pass. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like the wave washes over you and then it goes on and then it's okay. And you're still there standing and it's okay. Instead of like tamping it down and the wave is hitting you over and over again and you just try to shove it and it just keeps slapping against your face and ruining your hair. And you're just like a mess because you keep pushing it away. And, and I mean, that's, that was my go-to, like I was a hot mess of waves of fear for quite a while. But, um, when you ask, like, what are you trying to teach me or, or what can I learn from this? Or what do I need to know from this? Or, and then just sit with that, like the peace and the calm that will come over you. I mean, it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. It really is. My God. And like, before that sounded just like a terrible day at the beach but now you're like hey it's great it's fine what are you teaching me all right rolling waves instead of tidal waves this is fantastic <laughs> ruining my hair <laughs> ruining my hair fear what's wrong with you so Ways you you said that you sit and in meditation or when fear comes up you'll have basically a conversation with mm -hmm. it is there anything else that you do, especially if there's something that's like really, really scary? Um, if it's really scary, I can't sit with it because mm -hmm. my thoughts go too fast. So I'll, I'll just write, I'll journal it out because typically what happens is after I get all the bullshit story out, then like the truth comes in everything you want, wants you like you oh. were born to do this work. Mm -hmm. you know, life is happening for you, not to you. And mm -hmm. like all those things that all the truths of, of really what I believe come out after I get kind of the crazy brain out of the way, which I'm a huge advocate of brain dumps. Like when mm -hmm. I journal, it doesn't look like some nice handwriting and, <laughs> and neat, complete sentences. Sometimes it's just like partial sentences and feelings and words all over a page and, you know, once it's outside of you, you can kind of look at it differently and see it differently and feel it in a different mm -hmm. way. And then I can go back, I can go in and sit with mm -hmm. it then, and then, you know, express gratitude for working through it and moving through it because right. Gratitude opens you up for receivership. Mm -hmm. And 
um, you know, if I kind of feel like if we're not grateful for what you have and where you are, like, why would God, source, universe, whatever, want to give you more? I mean, it's like as a parent, when my children aren't grateful for what they have or they don't take care of it or they're snotty about it, I don't want to give them more. Mm-hmm. Like I want to start taking things away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Energy. yeah, right. Yeah. But when they're grateful, even with the small things, you know, that makes you want to, want to open up more and give more. So. Mm-hmm. And I feel like grateful is presence. Like you have to be in the moment, no matter how big or small. And it just brings you right there. And it's like, yeah, you know what? even if I'm scared about this, like how grateful am I to be alive, to even do this thing or that I even have this fear? Like it's just illuminating something for me to heal and love. Mm-hmm. And that's just a gift. Yeah. How, how do you work through it? And has leaving your job, like you mentioned it tripwired you. So how mm-hmm. did you get out of it? I did a lot of dancing. I needed mm-hmm. to move the energy in my body. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also did, um, uh, the belief work, right. Where you write out your belief, the one that's your brain's telling you. And then what actually is your truth, your heart, Mm -hmm. like what you said, because if you see that and you're like, Oh God, this makes me feel lower vibe. And you're like, but my soul, like the highest version of me that exists totally believes like I am so worthy of abundance. It is safe to be free. In fact, I'm going to be supported in this freedom. This is my purpose. Of course. Then it's like, Oh yeah. Like it's just me consistently consciously always choosing the truth Mm -hmm. even if it's scary the rest is is just body stuff then it's just like art can you tap it out can you sing can you go be outside in nature nature is another thing right Mm -hmm. because that's where we're supposed to be anyway um everything's so clear when you're hiking Mm -hmm. but getting back in touch with mother nature too because grounding but that's been the most helpful and then you know a lot of water and a lot of dancing do you have a playlist that you'll put on? Are there certain songs that you use for certain things? Yeah, a thousand awesome. percent. Yeah, I have a, it's called Love Notes playlist because I have my email subscribing system or whatever is called Love Notes. Mm-hmm. Um, and I curated all like the highest five songs. But then I also have songs that I anchor in like anytime I make money in my business. So, you know, physical anchoring where if you like press and hold down, so that you can drop in that moment and remember it in your body physiologically. Yes. I will play the same songs. So then it's oh, like, oh my God, brilliant. thank you. Yeah. It's so fun to make money. And my body's like, let's make more money. I'm like, let's do this. Yes. <laughs> mm, that's great. Um, I wonder, and you may, may or may not know this. I have a feeling you're going to have a clear answer. So yesterday, my daughter stayed after school and she had help with geometry. And believe me, this story is connected, I promise. Um, <laughs> and they reviewed a test that she had taken and in order to prep her for another test that was coming because she had missed some things. She wasn't getting all the concepts. And so while they were doing the review, when she, when she went back in to do the problems the teacher gave her a peach jolly rancher and she told her it was to and mm-hmm. she used the same term to anchor it in now it wasn't a pressure point or or that but but i think potentially right same concept and so then today she had the test and she went to that teacher's room before school started and she got two more peach jolly ranchers 
to have again while she took the test to help her be mm-hmm. reminded of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so powerful because that's subconscious work. Mm-hmm. That's why. And then through repetition. So the the two more powerful ones is one is physical right on your body and the other is scent. So if you have essential oils that you can tie to money, confidence, speaking your truth, stuff like that, and smelling it every time you're at that peak state, um, or like when you receive money, you know, in your bank account, you get that PayPal notification, smell the thing or touch your anchor just so that it's locked in physiologically, but then also you can come back to it if you ne- like need a dose. It's like, oh, it brings you back in that moment. Oh yeah, I am abundant. Oh yeah, I do make money easily. Like, oh, it's so fun to speak my truth. I'm so confident, right? Because it's I just it. neural pathways. Does it matter what you choose? Like, does it, so if you're choosing a scent, like for like an essential oil, does it matter what oil you choose or do you just Yeah, that's such a good question. So I know for some essential oil people, they'll tell you this scent is good for X, Y, and Z. Mm -hmm. But for me, I choose things intuitively because that's how I live my life is like, is it a yes or a no? Cool, let's do that. Mm -hmm. So like for me, peppermint is abundance and that's just what I smell every time. Or you have to have the same anchor though for like if say, you know, if you're doing it for money, like I have one on my knuckle that I do every single time because it has to be repetition there. So pick something that feels really good and continuously use it. Okay. So let's just pretend. So you make money, then you smell peppermint, you tap your knuckle and you do a dance to a song that anchors that you do do all three. I just, uh, I usually dance like, so like I will do peppermint sometimes, but I also anchor peppermint, peppermint with confidence because at my master NLP practitioner training, we had to speak in front of people and I was so afraid and I kept anchoring in peppermint oil. And then when I did it, when I smelled it, I was like, like it's physiological. So Mm -hmm. I was ready for it. Right. And then when you hold yourself in a way, you know, even that is powerful. But when Mm -hmm. I do have payment notifications come in, I will immediately like click on my one song or one or two songs and then hold, you hold down your anchor point. So it could be a knuckle. It could be like you pulling on your ear. It could be another place on your body. It just has to be consistent. And with that, you know, peak state and whatever, you know, um, song or smell Mm -hmm. or whatever. It's so fun. That's amazing. Hmm. That's amazing. Okay. I like it. I'm just writing some notes. Don't mind me. (laughs) <laughs> you know, like whatever we can do to make things easier, right? Like, right. especially with the subconscious, because it's the driver of all like your identity, your habits, your desires, your uh-huh. ways of being. So if we can work with the subconscious, we might as well. Right. I love that. So, um, so you're how long in, how long in after walking away from your safe, I do air quotes there, listeners, <laughs> safe job into entrepreneurship, like side hustle to main hustle. How far in are you? Oh my God. I, um, I am, what is today? Tuesday. Yeah. So I gave my notice or I gave my notice back in October, but Mm -hmm. I've been free since Friday afternoon. And I felt like, I don't know. I've always looked at entrepreneurs who are sustaining their lives full-time, like in awe Mm -hmm. And I've always held it as like my goal. And when I got there, like on Friday, when I dropped off my work laptop, 
I was like, I did it. Like I did this thing that it took me almost four years and so much money investing in myself and every limiting belief and fear and story and negative thought loop. And like, I'm so proud of who I am because Mm -hmm. of the journey that I've walked. Right. Like it just, it takes a different type of person who is so willing to face their fears in that way. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. When did you first know that you were meant to do this work? I, um, I was in a job that brought me to tears on Sundays. Like it was the most, Bethany, it was the most toxic work environment I've ever experienced in my mm-hmm. life. And I thought I would be in the nonprofit sector. Cause I'm like, this is going to be, I'm going to make an impact every day. And then you're burnt out. Cause you don't make enough money and you don't have the resources and all that. And I heard while I was in my office with the door shut, I like came across this podcast about this woman, like living a life of passion, doing it through coaching. And I didn't know that there was this industry outside of like Tony Robbins or -hmm. like a sports coach. Mm -hmm. And she shared, like, you literally can make an impact doing what you love and helping people like every day with the freedom. And I didn't know that I needed freedom. I didn't know it was possible to, you know, go for hikes at lunch and whatever. Mm -hmm. And from that moment, I was like that, that it was so compelling. What about for you? Um, I just remember when I started speaking, when I got into, so I was in a job that I hated. I was an, an ER nurse. I didn't like it. And then I fell into a management role in senior living. And as I started speaking in front of groups and I realized like I could tell stories, stories and people would tear up or have an emotional connection, or it would prompt them to make a better decision for their, for their loved one or for themselves and the influence. Like, I was like, Whoa, I'm living like, this is like, I, I just kept having this sense, like you were born for this, you should speak. And I'm like, I don't have any training why do I think I can do this? Like, I'm just like going off of a script. And I, and initially I, I was trained to give this like, you know, introductory speech for this new community that was opening, but um, I made it my own. And over time, it just got more and more and, and better and better. And, but then I was terrified of what that meant. Like, no, mm-hmm. this, I need to stay, stay safe. And so I was doing it as a side hustle for years. And then, um, I was with this amazing company and they knew that I loved like the mindset work and the speaking and training and all that. So I did business development where I would hire teams and open up new buildings, but then I would also travel to all their locations and do all of their culture training. And it was like, um, Ritz Carlton culture. Mm -hmm. So it was very high level. It was a mindset work. It really was. So we would do two days of it for every level of employee got two days of like, and it was like group coaching on steroids. I loved it. And, but at my, at a review I had, um, they asked me to quit doing my side hustle because I was still like coaching people on the side and I would have speaking engagements sometimes like, you know, weekends or whatever, but I was on call 24 seven for my job, but it never, it's not like I took excessive time off. I was an amazing employee, but this was their baby. Their company was growing faster than Mm -hmm. they could keep up with. And they were trying to protect their company. And so they said to me, you know, we're not paying you to fund your side hustle. We Mm -hmm. want you to quit doing that. And 
um, that was the point where I knew that like, I couldn't quit. And I did, I did quit doing it. I canceled everything out of love and respect for them for a short period of time. And I, I'll never forget, I was on the phone with my husband and as I was out of state and I met with them and my daughter was in the background and I didn't know I was on speaker. And so I'm telling him how it went down, how my review was amazing and I got this raise or whatever, but I had to quit my side hustle. And my daughter, I can hear her, she starts crying and I'm like, am I on speaker? And Gwen's like, so mom, this is what happens. Like, so you have this dream and you have something that you're really good at. And then some boss tells you that you have to quit and then you just stop. You like give up your dream, mom. Like that's what happens in life. And I'm just like, oh, like every time I tell that story, I get goosebumps. But, and I'm like, oh my gosh. And so then I'm crying with her. Like, no, that's not what happened. I'm crying now. Like, no, that's not what happens. But I believe in respecting the people that you work with and I care about these people. And I know they're asking me this because they're scared. Mm -hmm. And so I am going to stop, not because I'm giving up my dream, but because I'm showing them respect and we're going to figure out the dream. And then it was that same year, a few months later that we left, we sold our house, we bought the motor home, we went on the trip, I jumped into this full time. And you know, now I'm showing her because here's the thing, talk is cheap. Like it's one thing, you know, and, and when, if you have kids, you're showing them what's possible. Mm-hmm. It's one thing to, so you have a job you hate, you come home, you complain about it, but you tell your kids that anything's possible. They're not going to believe you because right. they watch you. Oh, and I have so, full body chills. <laughs> yeah. So that was my, that was, yeah. That, I mean, that, that was it. That was it. I'm like, okay, I have to do this now. I can't hide behind a side hustle anymore. Mm-hmm. I've got to do this. You had told me there was like a quote that was like a trigger for you. Mm. Yeah. Like either you're building your dream or you're making someone else's happen or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like that quote, like ticked me off for like five years. Every time I, I would see it everywhere. And I was ticked off every time, you know, mm-hmm. like, ah, which and, and you know, I was doing it because it was my own decision and there's nothing wrong with building somebody else's dream because there are people that are called to that and that is their thing. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just that my calling was different and I was ignoring it. I wasn't listening to it. Oh man. Oh, that's so good. Just everyone snaps for Bethany. Cause that was straight <laughs> flow. What you shared. Thank you. And like how, what a powerful pivotal moment for your daughter to be the conduit for that message for you. Mm. That like, cause if anything's going to snap you out of, you know, this reality, this thing that you've built is having your little one really be like, she's mirroring, you know, modeling. Oh, this is what happens. Mm-hmm. That's so powerful. Right. Like her sheer innocence of just trying to process what was happening compared to what, like I said, and what she knew from seeing me do the side hustle, right. From seeing me speak, from seeing, you know, seeing me coach people or whatever. So yeah, that I'll never forget that. Like what a gift. Like she has no idea the gift that she gave me. 
Oh my God, my heart. Oh, thank you. And I also think you touched on something at the very beginning where you were speaking and you, people had an emotional reaction because of you. And it's, it's such a, a clear reminder of the gifts that we take for granted, right? Cause like, that's so natural because it is a soul gift of yours. So of course it would be scary to step even more so. And then for you to look outside and be like, oh, I need to be certified or I need X amount of followers or the stories that we tell ourselves Mm -hmm. to stay small. But if it's like an actual soul gift, like, oh, unleash it. Yeah. And you did like, look where you are now. That's so stunning. Yeah, it's good. (laughs) Magic. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Thank you for that reminder because sometimes I forget to celebrate that, you know, Mm -hmm. it's um, a good reminder of where I was and how far you can go when you just lean into the fear and you follow what your soul is trying to tell you, you know? Mm -hmm. Well, and we're always so forward facing. We never really stop to look at how Mm -hmm. far we've come, like the achievements not in like the progress and stuff. Cause those are tiny little shifts and micro steps and mm-hmm. identity changes and stuff like, and it's a, it's a whole journey and adventure. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, we need to celebrate that. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my goodness. Well, Ashley, where can people, where can people find you? How can they connect with you? Thank you. Um, I hang out on Instagram a lot. So my handle is A-S-H-L-E-Y dot M-O-N-D-O-R. That's my main platform because I like stories <laughs> and um, sharing like nice pictures. Woo. And then outside of that, I also have a website and it's uh, AshleyMondor.com. Whoa. I bought that for $12 instead of the one I wanted, which was $5,000. Thanks domain. <laughs> People. God. <laughs> no. no, thanks. So, <laughs> um, but those are the main places that I hang out. <laughs> Oh, I was so mad though when I found the name that I wanted. And they're like, it'll be 5,000. Like, okay, you guys are thieves. I, I know. Or you can get that name, but it's like dot rocks. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> that one's like $18, right? That, yeah. <laughs> that's everything I needed. Thank you. <laughs> I should buy that now just to have it. Thanks. <laughs> That's true. It's out there. Mm-hmm. I've had that pop up here. You can have this one for 8,000 or here, blah, 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 dot rocks. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yes. Good times. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. Thank you for, um, for being here today. Is there anything else that you want to share about what you're doing? Do you have things that are happening or coming that you would like people to know about? Oh, thank you. Yes. So I have this program that's a one-on-one program for three months and it's called the alchemy of you. And basically what my purpose on the planet is, is to help people heal their broken hearts. And so you can have a broken heart through like, obviously relationship breakdowns, breakups, trauma, grief, infidelity, not being where you want to be in your career or business. And so our work together is in a one-on-one capacity and we sit down and we heal your heart and I channel information through, right? So I work with the Akashic records also to help bring information through from your guides. Um, but I'm also a master certified coach and NLP practitioner. So it's, 
it's tools and spirituality. It's a lot. Yeah. a lot of value, a lot of yes. things. Yeah. It's so fun. So we <laughs> heal people, like we work together and we heal their hearts. And then we get clear on like, what actually are your heart's greatest wishes? AKA, what does your soul want you to do on this planet? Mm. And then in our third month together, we have an action plan to help you when fears arise, when limiting beliefs arise, what are the steps you're supposed to take? So it's, it's my heart-centered container that is, um, it's literally my life's work and it's the greatest. So thank you for letting me talk about that. I love it. Listeners, I wish you could see Ashley's face. Like when she talks about what she does, she's lit up, excited, glowing. You can see like the sparkle in her eye. Um, seriously, you have to follow her on Instagram. And I I know if, if you're a listener of mine and you've been with me for any length of time, um, I don't say that about everybody, okay? So you I, I, I literally will look intentionally at Ashley's posts every day um, because I feel like a better person when I look at her stuff. Like, honestly, like she makes me think she makes me look at things differently. I feel uplifted. Um, and she has an energy about her that is highly contagious. And she's such an intuitive leader that if you are seeking out healing for yourself and you are wanting a direction in your life you've got to you're gonna make me cry stop ash i wish you could like see her right now um you've got to connect with her you have to connect with her so um all right i'm wrapping this thing up before i like i don't know what's happening here (laughs) i just love you thank you (laughs) i love you oh my goodness i love you so thanks again for being here we um we should have you come on again we should connect with you like I don't know. We'll give you a few weeks in and see what's <laughs> happening and connect back with you and talk about like now what's coming up and how's the things going <laughs> yeah. and what's it like to go on hikes at lunch? Are you going to yeah. hike in the winter? Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Do you? So I sometimes I'm not, I'm kind of a, yeah, I just bought some like extra fuzzy leggings mm-hmm. and gear so I could go yes. out more because I miss it. Like I, th- when you said about being like, rooted or planted or Mm -hmm. like grounded grounded Mm -hmm. that's what you said um I relate like I had so much clarity happen when I go on when I walk and in the summer you know I'll walk four or five miles at least um and I love it and um I miss that in the winter and it's it's it hasn't been that cold here so I mean we're both in you're in are you in Minneapolis or Mm -hmm. Minnesota so I'm in Wisconsin so same ish right so this winter hasn't been that bad, like mm-hmm. as far as cold temperatures yeah, go. God. <laughs> yeah, but it's still been cold enough. Like today, I, I I won't walk today. It's just a little too chilly for me, mm-hmm. but that was a really long answer to a short question. So, um, all right, <laughs> I'm going to close. <laughs> Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you for being here. We'll catch up with you again. We'll have you back on. We'll figure out, I'm sure we can find something else to talk yes. about. <laughs> Listeners, thank <laughs> listeners, thank you for being here. We, I appreciate you spending your time here with us. Um, I feel like this episode was so packed full of so many takeaways. Um, I'd love to hear what you take away from this. Uh, you can message me. Uh, you can send an email, connect with me on uh, Facebook, Instagram. Let me know what you think. You can do a screenshot of the episode and post it on Instagram and tag me. I would love that. Um, And until next time, take action, live big and stay dialed in.
Hey, thanks for listening today. Wasn't that fantastic? I always enjoy my time with Ashley. She is an old soul. I, I, she's just so wise and I love how she's so thoughtful in her answers and in our conversation. She's someone I could spend hours with and just think that I was only there for a few minutes. <laughs> Time flies when I'm with her. So if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to connect with her. If you know someone that would like it, share it. Share it out to a friend that you know could be encouraged by what Ashley shared. And finally, if this episode has you thinking about what your next steps are, check out the more please blueprint to the life that's waiting for you. It's a free resource. You simply go to bigliferesources.com forward slash more please. And there's a whole video where I walk you through eight different life areas and how to lean in in every life area to define how you want to feel and where you want to go. Uh, you can't know where you're going unless you get clear about where you are and what you want. So I help uh, you do that process in a way that can fit into your life because you can start and stop the video at your convenience and on your schedule. So I'd love to know what you thought about this episode. Share it, subscribe, leave me a note. I love all the things and we will see you next time.